0: S
1: H I T, ladies and gentlemen. So happy, happy it's Thursday! Fernand C.S. here, host of the Business Bros podcast, along with my co host, The Insurance Bro, James C.S. And
2: as always, we have an awesome show planned for you. First of all, everybody, welcome to the show. And today we get to say welcome to real estate, to one of the freshest faces in the San Diego real estate game. Coming from a background of pride and service, this eight year Marine veteran jumped right into real estate a month after her Marine contract ended. The Business Bros are sure she will make a huge splash in the real estate game, showing a level of discipline and consistency only Marines can understand. Huge shout out and thank you to the Women in Real Estate Group and Denise Roldan Noel for sending us today's guest. From Axio Real Estate Group, please welcome to the podcast Sergeant Liz Cobo. Hey, thank good you. Home. That oh, was home. really good. <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome to real estate. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you.
3: Yeah, thank you for the invite. I'm really a- appreciative for oh, the of opportunity. Of course.
1: Thanks for coming out. I mean, a lot of people who get started get really nervous. You're just dumping, jumping right in. Just I
3: mean, get into it. I'm still nervous, but you know. What are you going to do? Fire me? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you got nothing
2: oh, on me. You got come nothing. Come on, on me. you've been through Marine boot camp and God knows what else. You can handle it. You got this. You got this. All right,
1: ladies and gents, before we get into our conversation, I got to remind you guys, 365 pairs of shoes was our goal. We met and exceeded that goal. And I know we still got some shoes out there that need to be delivered. So if you have new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. Remember that the guys does insurance. So if you want to yeah, add yeah. insurance into your business, maybe a mortgage office, maybe it's a tax office, something like that, increase your bottom line. We do all the heavy lifting for you. You got to find out how. Or maybe you just want send us some business we're happy to do that too home auto commercial whatever you need 619-884-0045 or james at Yeah. show sponsor for today is casanova fish tacos see the shirt right there they got an underground taco club so if you guys fish hook up with a catering goes. event you'll be part of this underground taco club all you got to do is go there one time a month by the way they got some exclusive packages for the uh holiday season maybe you want to have the the experience of the food talk of the fish tacos but can't do the whole catering event it's cool they'll send you a box of everything you need to have an event at your house ready for the super bowl it's coming right around the corner let them know that the business bro sent you dot com. they'll add a little bit of extra stuff into your package oh yeah all right you ready to rock and roll let's do it let's do it all right
3: Ready, ready, ready,
1: ready. All right, Liz, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, h- what drove you into the Marines? Everybody has a story that got them oh, into the oh military. No, no,
3: no, oh no, no, no. Oh boy.
2: Why
0: you think of it? Why you think of the version that you want to
1: share? The reason why James got in the military—he he left me, by the way. So we were—we had this computer repair company, and uh, it was doing pretty good. And I wasn't—I didn't know anything about computers. James was the tech guy, and his girlfriend broke his heart. And so he was so broken hearted. He went to the recruiter and said, hey, what gets me out tomorrow? And he signed up and then he comes home and tells me, hey, by the way, you got to take me to the recruiting station on Wednesday. And uh, yeah, I'm leaving. Oh my God. Keep, Pretty yeah. much. keep the houses, keep the business. I'm out. Oh I was my like, God. oh, Yep. why, thanks a lot. Yep. Little brother.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> now you got so, a room all to yourself now. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You
1: got
3: the, you got the whole house. Well, we bought
1: our house at 20, so we had our own house. And, and now he was, like, leaving. I was like,
3: oh, it was the most loneliest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I knew I was interested in uh, joining the military. And I, uh, I was in a relationship at the time. The guy I was dating had joined the Marine Corps, but he was a year ahead of me. So he went in. And then um, that's how I started to know the recruiter that – recruited me Mm -hmm. but more or less i just made the job easy for him yeah yeah and then he uh, sold you when he
1: sold the other guy yeah pretty much (laughs)
3: because because i had talked to a navy to a navy recruiter but that's when they would chop the females hairs like
2: really short wait they didn't chop the hair in the marines nope Oh, wow. I yeah. learned something today. So th- so. That, that was
3: the deal breaker right there? Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not doing that.
1: <laughs> oh, it's all about the hair. How long is your hair right now?
3: Right now, it's not very long. It's I'm starting to regrow it. How long has it been? I had it like to my lower back. Whoa. So I was not about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, my daughter gets all iffy if you got to like trim like an inch, like just to cut the dead ends. She's like, no. I'm like, I can imagine like that's years of growth.
3: Yeah. So, so. no, so So you were not going to lose it. Not doing it. And then um, Air Force recruiter, like their office um, was actually closed every time I was around. So I was just like, I guess I don't want me. Poor recruiting there. All right. Okay. That's how it works. Surprise, (laughs)
1: surprise, Air Force.
3: They're probably having some fun (laughs) days, you know, (laughs) typical things.
1: Easy, easy. (laughs) All right. So the recruiter made it easy. So you made it easy for the recruiter. They, uh, they they picked you up. And then uh, what happened? You graduated school and, and you're off or?
3: Yeah. So I went through boot camp and um, combat training. And then after that, I went to the schoolhouse. I a uh, avionics technician. So our school is really lengthy. And so that put me at getting to my first duty station uh, basically a year after coming into the Marine Corps. Like I was flying to Japan. On my anniversary of being in the military. Dang. And that was my first duty station. Japan. Yeah. How so, do you like Japan?
1: Uh, being out there with Japanese people. Is it, is it true Like everybody's shorter?
3: Because that's a
1: stereotype that you get.
3: No, it's true. It's true. But, I, you know, I was very close-minded about going there. Mm. I Japan was like the last country I ever thought of ever going to. Where you're I, Latina, so... Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I, I love traveling, but it was like not a desirable country in my list. And so when I was told that, I was taken by surprise. I mean, I kind of knew that was an option, but I didn't think I was going to be put in that position. And then um, I ended up going to Japan, and I loved it. I missed Japan, and I was just there on a, on a UDP uh, just last year. I was, I was there.
1: Okay, a what's a UDP?
3: Ago. UDP is um, a unit deployment program. Uh-huh. So it's, you're deployed, but it's not really like... Iraq or like, Afghanistan. Yeah, we, we 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 hang out in the Pacific area and then, you know, like we we just basically go to Japan and then our movements are from Japan to other countries.
1: So what what sold you? Cuz you got a you said you went out there with a closed mind. So you had this impression of god, god Uncle Sam sending me to Japan. Are you serious, <laughs> boss? Like that's where I got to go? And then you get there, what is it that sold
3: you? Um they are, like, the most humble people, most respectful people that you could probably come across. And they're, they're just, like, their country is clean. Like, you don't see trash on the road. Like, you see very random things that are very, like, cartoony. Like, I remember one of the first things I, I saw was they had, like, those um, things that they used to block the roads. Mm-hmm. But they had frogs on them. Like Like cut out, like cut out frogs. And I'm just like, this is just random. over the top random. (laughs) Yeah. Or like they have like vending machines in the middle of a parking lot. Like just that one vending machine. It's just like a really random place, but it's like convenience. And it, it just makes sense once you're there. I'm like, yeah. Why didn't I think of that?
1: What was it like, uh, like being a woman in the military, in the Marines? I mean, a lot has changed in the past, you know, when I was growing up. Or, you know, when my parents were growing up as far as a woman being in the military, period. But then also having to, like, leave your family and go overseas.
3: So I actually, um, I grew up in, I was born in San Francisco. And I lived there for about six years. And then at age six, I moved to El Salvador with my family. And I lived there for six years. So um, then moving back at 12, I started living with relatives. So i left my 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 siblings like my direct family my mom my dad they were all in el salvador and so since then i basically haven't lived with them so in a way that kind of prepped me like detached Mm -hmm. me from my family and launched me into being more independent and then um that alone got me through boot camp like i didn't have an issue being there i thought it wasn't like i wasn't like uh homesick you know so um but Uh, What was the question again? What was it like being a
1: woman in the military and then moving over to Japan?
3: Yeah. So being in Japan, I didn't get homesick. I didn't miss the States. But I think um, as far as from a woman's perspective, it was a little bit intimidating because I was one of two other of one other chick um, in my in my direct department or shop, they call it. But Mm -hmm. it's like your work area. So it was just two of us for like two years in, in that group of people that I directly worked with. So
1: working with a bunch of dudes is not easy.
3: It's not, but it is like, there's no girl drama, but there is other kinds of dramas that do happen. So it was, it was to me, it wasn't hard being in that setting in that environment. Um, But it is challenging for some, like you kind of have to constantly prove yourself Like you can keep up with the guys, you know Mm. what I mean? That's like the main thing. And then uh, every now and then there's like stereotypes that do take place. And so it's just a matter of how you handle that situation and how you carry yourself. And if you put yourself in those situations too. So my biggest thing is I didn't want to be involved in like the, the rumors, the drama. So I was very like secluded and tried to keep like within myself. Like I didn't have a big circle of friends. Um, because i didn't want to be involved in that
1: what about hanging out with the other female it was it was one of those things where like you partnered up and like you know girls stick together type thing or are you just completely like man nah, i'm not going to deal with any of it
3: no no she was really cool um, to this day we're still friends and um, we 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 uh, we still keep in touch and we still hung out all the time and the 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 group of chicks that were in my unit um we were we would always hang out during the weekend so i didn't really have issues with other females there um but it was this really tiny group you know so that's like you make the best of it because mm-hmm. that's all you have you don't have anywhere else to go you don't have family so you become family with the people that are with you how so. long were you in japan i was there for two years two years
1: yeah and then where they were where they moved you to after that
3: um into to san diego so I basically been here for plus like over five years yeah and um I love it here
1: and so when (laughs) it was time to get out you were like I'm not leaving
3: yes and no I mean I I I mean I just transitioned out so to me I still feel like I'm still in I it feels like I'm I'm just on leave and uh, I that I have a job like that I have to go back to Mm -hmm. especially because I live in the area and I still have friends there um, but uh, I, my husband has a really good paying job here, so I wasn't trying to leave this area because he's set up, his career is set up, and it took him a lot of work to get to where he is. So.
1: So let's get a little personal. How does a how does a military uh, Marine woman pick a guy? Is he military? Yeah, he's military. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. how, how, how how did you? I mean, you had your. I mean. Pickens I mean You know what I mean Like there was only a few girls So yeah. either he was victorious Or you were super picky
3: If you were ever To talk to him He would be proud Like he's proud To say that he was friend zone for so long And crawled out of that hole Like, <laughs> like he we have,
2: to- <laughs> we have a victory story We have a victory story That's what I'm yeah. saying There's a redemption arc <laughs> Yes <laughs>
3: Yeah, so uh, he compares it to that scene on the The Dark Knight when, like, he finally makes that out of the yeah. hole.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> After the back break scene? Or was that, was that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when
2: he has to get out of the big pit.
3: Yeah, all right, cool. Victory story. <laughs> yeah, he was friends with him for quite some time. And then uh, we met when we were in school together because he had the same specialty as I did. And then we stayed on a long-distance relationship while I was in Japan. And his unit got activated. He was part of a reservist unit, even mm-hmm. though he was active duty. His unit got activated, and they went and came to Japan on a deployment. And he proposed to me while we were in Guam. Oh. And then six months later, we were in Guam again, and then we got married there. Wow! <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so victory is his.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, crawling yeah. out of a hole. All right. So then, uh, did did he uh, build his career? Like he got out before you?
3: Yeah, so he only did um for five years. So he did five years. He didn't want to reenlist anymore. He was like, it's not for me. And we basically would EAS a week apart from each other. So I'm like, no, I don't think this is a good idea to both get out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, it just didn't make sense financially, you know. And so uh, he he was like, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna get out, and I'm like, I don't mind staying in because I actually do like the military and i re-enlisted and he got out he started working at general atomics and then eventually he made his way in switching into a a systems engineer so that's what he's doing now he's a senior system engineer and he loves that career and i don't want to take that away away from from him so that's the reason why i was like okay i'm gonna stay in san diego and really one, I'm from the Bay Area. I don't want to go up there. Like, it's way more expensive than it is mm, in San yeah, Diego. Is. Yeah, it is. And then um, once I would get, like, my real estate uh, license, I'm, like, res- kind of restricted to staying in California or else I'd have to renew my license So my real estate license yeah. and
1: exam. All right, so let's talk about that. So so Hubby got his career set, right? You decide, okay, finally it's time to uh, get out. You could have reenlisted, right? <laughs> but you decided to, to get out. What 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 pushed you towards real estate? What was the what was the thing that that kind of irked you that way?
3: Um so since I was a little girl, I was always drawing like my house and like picturing improvements that I wanted to do. And then when I lived in the city in in the Bay Area, I always appreciated like the architecture of the buildings and whatnot. And then I know it's like real estate's nothing like HGTV at all. But I do love watching it, anyways. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and then I love like going on social media and then like just seeing like all these beautiful houses, like the way that they're designed and whatnot. And one of the biggest things was when I was getting out. For one, I already knew that real estate was going to be it. Like I've been wanting to do this, and in order to make that easy transition, as soon as I came back from deployment, I started networking, and that's when I met Denise if you know denise with the ask mama oh, yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. yeah so i met her through a networking event called women in real estate it was put together by destiny um destiny roxas i'm hoping i'm saying her name right um and uh i actually made a lot of connections there we stayed in contents since and then i just felt like from the moment i was transitioning out i wasn't it wasn't that information about the VA home loan, a benefit that is given to veterans, you know, mm-hmm. um, was was really explained to me, you know what I mean? Like, if anything, they're like, okay, you need to go to this office or talk to this person and then they'll talk to you about it. But it's not something that, it's a a benefit that you can use while you're active duty Mm -hmm. and it's like you should be getting this information like while you're active not after like when you're getting out exactly because why not take advantage of it while you can right so that was the biggest thing for me i was like you know real estate education i love teaching so i feel like being a veteran i now have um like the ability to teach what i know and to help veterans use their benefit and help them find their dream home hopefully or even if it's just like an investment property you know what i mean
1: i 100 percent agree with you i, I have uh, seniors in the, uh, my class um <clears throat> perfect timing huh
2: <laughs> the time is 17 minutes and 43 seconds we interrupt today's regularly scheduled number 1 podcast in San Diego for a purely selfish, completely irreverent, sell-out,
1: cash grab word from our sponsor. Hernan, what are we selling today? Fish tacos, ladies and gentlemen. CasanovaFishTacos.com is where you need to go. Look, Super Bowl is right around the corner. There's a nice package you can have. Be a little bit different. Hamburgers, hot dogs, yeah, that's good. But fish tacos, so much better. CasanovaFishTacos.com. Let them know Business Bros sent you. They're going to add a little special stuff in your package. So CasanovaFishTacos.com. Boom! And now,
2: back to that number one podcast in San Diego, the Business Bros Pod.
1: He's been dying to do that movie voice for quite some time. <laughs> like, there was times when we would do the show, and before we would even hit record, he'd be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and now we found a way to put it in the show. He's so happy. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh. <laughs> it, does,
2: it does kind of put a smile on my face a little
1: bit. <laughs>
3: That's
2: <Right? good>. yeah. <laughs> Got to do the things that make you happy, you know?
1: Absolutely. Now, uh, so we were talking about you know being able to teach that stuff, right? So I got the the course that I teach um, is is super valuable, and I think everybody should take it. But unfortunately, the way it's treated is kind of like a dumb class. So if if you hadn't been doing good in math throughout high school they stick these kids in here so they get a math credit so they can graduate right, right. Um, So I got a lot of kids that uh, that military is a very good option for them because it'll help I mean it'll help get them straight straight away like you know maybe they're messing around, whatever put them in, put them in line kind of like this guy right? Put <laughs> them in line and, and, and help them develop some skills that are that'll help them in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I tell them all the time is like, look, you're gonna join the military and you're gonna make the same mistake that a lot of them do. You're gonna have a job. You're gonna have some money in your pocket. So you're gonna go buy that Dodge Charger,
3: <laughs> right? How many guys you know that were in the military? Oh, like, I know some guys that've done that. Right? Oh yeah, it's
1: That's either that or they buy the Ducati, right? Like <laughs> one of those two things you're gonna go do. Don't do that. There's this thing called the VA program. You can buy a house, and I try to pitch it to him like this. I'm like, look, I know you're young. You're gonna want to party, right? You could either be the guy that goes to the party or you can be the guy that hosts the party. Who do you think has more fun?
3: Mm. Right? Hosting. Hosting
1: the party <laughs> of because the party never ends. It's always going to be a party at your place. So, buy a place, take a couple dudes, use your BAH, have the have the government pay for your rent. And then if you do get transferred, turn it into a rental. And when you move to a new place, now you have a new opportunity to to get a new home and use the same program because the military moved you. So, you're eligible for new things. Use what is in front of you but a lot of them don't know that that opportunity exists. Right. So they buy the charger.
3: Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing is just uh, we're not, when I'm saying we, I mean like military military overall, like they usually wait until things like hit the fan, quote mm-hmm. unquote, to take action. And yeah. so our main thing is what I want to do is be proactive and try to get in there and try to facilitate this information and that way, people are aware of what they have before it gets, you know, 20 years on the road when they're d- retiring.
1: Woulda, shoulda, coulda's at that point, right? Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's a big difference. All right. So you jump into this real estate game, right? And you get to meet some of the most powerful women in real estate in this group. I mean, we've, we've had some powerful women come on the show. And I'm, yeah, I mean, leaders of like non-reps and, and, um, and women on the show that didn't start off as powerhouses, but are now powerhouses. Um, and, and so where do you see yourself in this arena of real estate? Like uh, in the future, like in the, you know, push yourself like a couple years down the road, you're about to renew your license. So this is like three, four years down the road. You're going to renew your real estate license. Where do you see yourself?
3: I think, um, I've been networking a lot and I've been meeting a lot of veterans that are in the real estate game but everyone that i've met is a guy so (laughs) i want to be the female version of them you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like i want to be the one that gets known like right off the back and so hopefully i become a little bit more well known throughout the community and i'm not just limited to just real estate and military like I also speak Spanish, so I want to facilitate home ownership for Hispanics as well. Mm-hmm. And um, that's part of like what NAREP does. And yes. so being able to be working um, close handedly with Denise really puts me at a good spot in that sense. And so I really hope um, I really know that I'm going to be learning a lot of great things from her. And um, and I just hope that I can be as, as successful as she is and, and cut the time in half, hopefully. Well, it,
1: yeah, it, having a mentor like that, is definitely going to cut your time in half i mean and maybe even faster the learning curve shifts if you're a willing to go out and talk to more people tell them what it is you do Mm -hmm. and then b have somebody there who's already been through it who's not going to let you fall into the same traps and holes that they fell into right because you're going to learn from their experience exactly so what kind of brand are you going to put out there for yourself
3: ah i'm still you know it's hard because being in the military for so long you you are branded with the military Mm -hmm. and so it's hard the like the longer that you're in the harder it is to like find yourself again
2: brand what do you mean i'm just like (laughs) everyone else yeah exactly
3: (laughs) so i'm still having a hard time like finding that finding like who i really am um and it's been kind of tough as far as that like in that area but I I don't know yet. I'm still like playing with like how I'm going to brand myself. I'm still trying to like talk to people to help me out with that.
1: Yeah, you got to you got to come up with something that is you that you are going to identify with. I mean, Denise, for example, there's times where I don't I don't remember Denise's name she's ask mama. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So right. just ask mama and that's, that's where you got to go. Yeah. And so, you know, having that brand behind you, it's, it's one of those like long-term plays. So you're, you're going to be talking to people. You're going to be Liz or Elizabeth, whichever one you want to go by. You're going to be Liz and you're going to go out there and you're going to talk to people and they're going to know what you're doing and you're going to be helping Latinas and Latinos by, uh, you know, Hispanics by homes. You're going to be helping veterans by home, but there's something that's got to stick. Yeah. And you know, whether it's a, a line, whether it's a, slogan whether it's an image something that you got to build especially today in the day of like social media that you got to build yeah So like you told me earlier that you were hinting into going into the podcast space
3: yeah i uh i kind of wanted to do it for fun and my idea was to interview female marines Mm -hmm. in in a leadership role um, because it's such a small community but there are like some very impactful women that i met in my time in and i would love to sit down and and have a conversation one-on-one however that wasn't like didn't go as planned i was having a lot of you know it's a learning curve and Mm -hmm. it takes time and so my refocus shifted um, while i was doing that to focusing on establishing my my career right now but I do come back. I will. I'm hoping to come back. To that.
1: I am biased, but I would 100% suggest that you do it, whether you decide to do it once a week or you decide to do it once, you know, every few, every other week, or you go super crazy like we do and go do something every day. Yeah. Um, do it because it's going to open up a lot more doors. Um, we when we started. We spent. We started in July. From July to December, nobody listened to our show Mm -hmm. except mom, right? Mom always listened. (laughs) Um, But nobody really listened. Nobody really cared. Right. It wasn't until we started doing the interview process that uh, that our audience began to open up. And even then, it was slow. Now it feels like it's kind of snowballing a little (laughs) bit, right? Now it's gaining momentum. Right. But now, like. Uh, the coolest thing that that happens to today is like uh, we went to the holiday party for um, for Big Block Realty this this last it was last week right him yep last, last Thursday yeah and so we went and it was really cool to a see a bunch of people that we that we've interviewed on the show that we've met but b was to meet people that um, that we had met but maybe didn't really know who they were they hadn't been on the show or even better was meeting people that would say hey i love what you guys are doing it's a great show you know keep it up and we had never met people like that 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 have we've never met face to face we've never interacted at all right that was super awesome i'm sure because because it it's like now all of a sudden you're making an impact in somebody's life and you're that's where the brand starts going beyond what where you are and people start to know who you are and what it is you do right and that's huge but it takes time
3: it really does it
1: takes time and like you were talking about before in the military where you don't want to wait till you're 20 years down the road and say i wish i should have could have done this yeah right so this is one of those things where if you just commit to it you know you know it's really going to be about two hours a day right because you're going to record i don't know how long your show is gonna be even if it's like a half hour show if you know if it's a half hour show it'll probably take you at least an hour mm-hmm. to take that information that's the one hour maybe add the intro outro that's all i would do for ours we add the intro music we add the outro music and then post right create the post and that's that's it but it takes that little bit of extra effort but the exposure you get after that and the people you get to meet i think it's it's tremendous. I mean, imagine all the people you're going to get to associate with that are going to get to know you because you help them get some more content.
3: Right. That's yeah. huge. It's huge. I think huge. it's like you, your sphere just exponentially grows. Yes. And so I really wanted to do that because, I mean, I might not be in the military anymore, but I still do care for the, for the community and I still have friends that are part of it. So I want to make sure to continue um, guiding them in the ways that I've like I've learn through the years and and then hopefully facilitate that because female the female community in the military is so small like you like i told you earlier and so it'd be easier to connect over a platform like a podcast and learn from each other that way Mm -hmm. so
1: and you'll be able to connect with not just the people who you're talking to on the show but you connect with all the people that they're associated with so one of the things and i'll give you this this is a a facebook hack that i learned from. from uh ollie from ollie i'm trying to remember his his (laughs) show's name because he changed it it's uh, business breakdown so he has a show called the business breakdown and he invited us to be on the show as a guest right so i go over there and they did to me what i did to you when you came in was hey open up your facebook app and uh you know go go to the biz page and invite all the friends over Mm -hmm. and it works twofold on the one hand you get all your friends to come see your episode right which is awesome (laughs) But on the other hand, we get to add your friends and family into our sphere. Right. And so once you have that podcast and you're able to do that, you're able to grow your own sphere based on everybody else's who comes on the show. And that starts to get really big because now you have an audience. And once you have an audience, you can do all kinds of different things. Now you can send them different promos that are going on. You can do little Facebook ads that are saying, check out this open house. I'm going to have it here, blah, blah, blah. Come check it out. Whatever you want to do at that point. Or you can sell shirts, whatever it is that you (laughs) want to do. But you have that audience to sell to or to talk to or to influence right and it'll grow grow over time but the more episodes you do the more people you influence the more people you talk to the more people you network with it's what you do when you go networking anyways yeah right you go over there you shake hands you grab business cards now you have a contact how do you continue to nurture that relationship
3: i think the biggest thing is you just kind of have to use social media to your advantage
1: absolutely and
3: like most people are active on social media but are not really pushing the the uh, the boundaries there as far as like you know obviously it's helped you with your business so i'm sure anyone that's starting to like anyone that's starting a business it would be kind of like not smart to not use social media you better be on it you're cutting yourself down a lot (laughs)
1: absolutely i mean you know think of it as as this is your show right your social media feed is your channel like when i was growing up it was like you got channels one through 99 and that was it and before that we had the tv with the little knob
0: so yeah. we only had like 12 <laughs> channels.
1: So, you know, it was, it was a different time. Now everybody's feed is a channel. Mm-hmm. What believe, are you? Believe
2: it or not, people, we actually do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I, our first TV turned green. You had to hit it on the side for the color to come back. Oh, remember that my. TV?
2: Yeah. We actually had a black and white one too. We had a black and
1: white one too. So <laughs> damn old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, but, you know, social media is your channel what you put on there i I know there's a lot of people who are like oh well i have a private life i don't so don't put stuff about your kids don't put stuff about you know whatever if you're gonna if you're worried about that then only put your business there are people who are going to tune into that because that's what they want to know yeah and if you want to do other things that's cool you're going to get a different type of person to tune into that because that's what they want to watch it's what we do on tv anyways right right we're like hey what do i want to watch nope 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 Ooh, that's interesting and we watch that that's how it works so as long as you're putting out content they're gonna go you know move scroll 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 Ooh, that looks interesting and they're gonna watch but it's a matter of what do you put out there if you have nothing out there nobody's looking at you and you're in the business of look at me let me share with you what i know and then maybe (laughs) you want to work with me right you like chip and joanna gains
3: yeah i do actually (laughs) that's like my wife's
1: favorite like HDTV tv people
3: i feel like the the husband totally is like my husband he's such a jokester oh yeah yeah so it's part of the reason why i like it all right
1: all right <laughs> so you fell in love with chip first and then you happened to find a chip
3: no <laughs> <laughs> I, it was the other way around oh you found yeah. a chip and then you were like oh look i found you on tv
1: <laughs> no yeah. that's cool that's cool because uh um my wife loves watching the show the dynamic between the two of them my thing is I don't know how you keep having so many kids, man. Like geez. That
3: woman, I'm honestly surprised because they they have the show, they do the business, and like she continues to grow outside of just doing yeah. like homes. She's a beast. She's got brand like a brand on through Target and whatnot. Yeah, her, like her restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this lady, like anything that she touches turns, turns to gold. Absolutely. And I'm like, I need to be on that level.
1: <laughs> See? But it, but her biggest success has been because of the exposure on the show once right. she put an audit built, you know, had the, the guts to go out there and be vulnerable. People tuned in, they liked it and then they see the other things they're doing. She can grow her business. No problem after that. Yeah. And that's the thing. You have the opportunity to broadcast your own show. It's just on instagram it's on youtube it's on facebook <laughs> tune in and check it out right that's what people do they tune into the business bros every single day around four o'clock just throwing it out there <laughs> at business bros pod for all our social media feeds <laughs> see that's Cheat how plug, it works cheap plug. <laughs> plug. all right you ready liz
3: i'm ready
1: ask uh ask the bros think of a question that you want to ask james or I, or myself um, anything, personal business. While you think of that, I'm going to remind our studio audience or our studio audience, our podcast audience, uh, 365 pairs of shoes, ladies and gents, is the goal that we had. We met and exceeded it thanks to all of you guys, but if you still have shoes that you would like to donate um, or cash or or new shoes, whatever it is, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or csfirst.com. The guy's also in the insurance business, so you can send us all your insurance leads. We turn them around real quick, especially for those homeowners in the 11th Hour, you're afraid you're not going to close. Hit James up 619 884 0045 or James at CSFIRST.com. Make sure you guys check out Casanova Fish Tacos.com. They're doing a Super Bowl package. Don't get chincy on the food. Get some good food, fish tacos at your door delivered in a package, but there's only a limited amount. So go to Casanova Fish Tacos.com. Let them know that you heard it on the business bros, and they're going to add a little extra stuff to your package. All right. You ready?
3: Ready. Ask away. Okay so it has to be business no it can be business, okay, or Personal, anything. anything okay so you haven't been to japan right i have not been to japan so what would be the first thing you would do if you were to go <sighs> tomorrow
1: um i the two things that pop into my mind is the uh the what's the name of the robe that they wear Kimodo? kimono oh, kimonos kimonos yeah okay so i would get a kimono because i think that looks totally cool and i want to probably like like I don't know, relaxed by like bonsai trees. That's like the stereotypical (laughs) thing that I would, I would know. I don't know anything that happens out there. Like I'm not a big fan of like super packed cities. So I don't know if I'd want to go like to Tokyo and like, I'm not a fan of like going to New York for the same reason. It's just like super fast paced, but I'll go to Vegas, which is super fast paced. I don't know.
3: Well, yeah, but Vegas, it's a totally different vibe. Like it's just, yeah, it's a fast pace, but it's nothing like Vegas, No,
1: well, I don't know. I've never been there. (laughs) So what do you think I would do or what do you think we would like to do if we went to Japan? What would you recommend for somebody who's never been there to like, Uh, this is what you have to do first? Well,
3: I mean, do you party? Or Uh, did you party?
1: Yeah, I used to. (laughs) I used to have my own house. We partied every day for sure.
3: (laughs) Okay, because I've been to Osaka a couple of times and it was a blast. Um, Everyone always wants to go to Tokyo and osaka and tokyo although tokyo is the capital you know what i mean they kind of um take osaka for granted and it's the experience can be a lot like tokyo it's a big city there's a lot to do there's a lot of food it's like a crazy long street of markets and whatnot and they party until like 5 a.m the clubs are not like they don't close until like 5 6 in the morning damn so that's breakfast (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you can easily just like oh, okay well i mean it's time for breakfast what time now. does the party start it's a, like a all day long kind of thing you, those those places are packed all the time
1: all the time yeah do you like do you like bar hop like do you like club hop or
3: yeah yeah we we met friends um japanese friends and um they just took us took us to all the like good spots They're
1: like come with us
3: yeah so what about the
1: language barrier
3: it's so you know, in where I was um, working out of, it's more like countryside. Mm-hmm. So there there wasn't as many people that would speak English, but if you go to like the cities like Osaka and Tokyo, they will most likely speak English. That's crazy. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. It's like a whole other country.
3: Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it like really is It's a whole other side of the world. <laughs> Cross this
1: big blue ocean.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, so Osaka. If I ever make it to Japan, we're gonna go party in Osaka. You should. I doubt it. You'll <laughs> <laughs> probably go. You'll probably go. I might. You? I have this fear of leaving the country.
3: Why? I don't know. I feel like I...
1: the moment I leave, like World War Three is gonna break out.
3: Oh my god. I love traveling. So to me, like being out of the military is kind of hard because it did afford me the opportunity to travel even though it was for work, but it was still like, you know, a new place that I've never been. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and- here's my hypocrisy on that. I don't like to travel unless I travel with a purpose. But like, I'm going to go and I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to a training or I'm going to speak somewhere. <laughs> or I'm going to <laughs> like, I will travel for work. I don't like to travel for leisure, but my wife's the complete opposite. She's like, we don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm like we'll book the trip and then i'll go
3: You're like force dragged into it no no
1: i just let her book it like if she books it and plans it then it's happening because when my wife decides that something's gonna happen it's gonna happen i think that's like most households yeah we, we know who Sounds wears the right. pants yeah she's the boss dude that's how we roll so you know that that's how it works but but like to get me to plan to go somewhere like, I'll plan it. Like, we're going to Texas in, uh, in, in, Janu- in January, right? We're going to Texas in January, yep. Austin. I love going to Austin. It's fun. It's a cool spot. But, like, I'm going with a purpose. Okay. That's <laughs> why like, quarterly. Well, what now. if
3: the, your purpose was to go try some specific
1: food? See, that's spontaneity. That's him. <laughs> that's, me. that's him spontaneity. My <laughs> yeah. wife likes the spontaneity, too. I'm like, no, 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 no. Where are we going? What are we going to do?
2: <laughs> but like Japan, you get legit sushi. That's true, legit sushi. I'm would be good.
3: I'm not a sushi person. Uh. Mm, sorry. Even after being in Japan, yeah. I'm. It was mostly because my husband he's allergic to seafood. Oh. So we couldn't we can't eat. So that's the like excuse. But but I love ramen. Like I can there you eat go. ramen. See? Legit ramen.
2: Yes. Legit ramen. Yep. For Danny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sitting on the uh sitting on the ground at the table really low yeah yeah I'm yeah how was
1: that on that. your knees
3: if it definitely like uh, i have bad like back and knees so it was kind of awkward like getting up because i was just like Can uh, I get
1: a uh, chair in a regular table
3: <laughs> <laughs> i some think place, i would go some places have both they'll have like oh, nice. an area where um it's low like traditional just, yeah and then, then they have like the stools or for table. you
1: americans
3: yeah pretty yeah. <laughs> much
2: they actually provide forks yeah <laughs>
3: What yeah, I still wouldn't do it though. I'm like, if I'm in Japan, I'm gonna use chopsticks. You got to, you
2: got to, for sure, for sure. should I go to a Japanese restaurant, I'm using chopsticks. Like, <laughs> it does not matter anything. Like, yeah. Asian, I'm
1: going chopsticks. Yep, pretty much. You got to, you got to. All right, Liz, take a look at this camera. Tell people how to get a hold of you.
3: Okay, so you can call my phone. You can find me in social media. You can find me. You can use my website. Anyway, you feel comfortable, like, reaching out. You can send smoke signals if you want.
1: She'll <laughs> find She's a marine you. She's She knows how you. to read them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just think of that uh, that scene from Taken. I will find you. I, I have a <laughs> specific skill set. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, just um, Liz is uh, your realtor. That's, like, basically everywhere on my social media. It's super simple. Liz, Liz with double Z. Um some people try to find me with 1Z and not, That's not me. Be able to. Yeah, there's somebody else out there with 1Z that has the same. Hi, so double Z. Double Z. Double Z. Z. Yeah. Liz,
1: yeah. your realtor.
3: Yeah. Liz so, and then um, you can just uh, send me a text, call me 858 465
1: 0993. That's Boom. my phone number. Liz, thanks for coming on the show. Really Thank appreciate you.
3: it. Dang, she got a military handshake, dude.
1: So <laughs> I told you.
3: <laughs> Woo! I felt weak.
1: Let's do that again here. I gotta get There you go. There you go. <laughs> It's legit, man. It's legit. All right, ladies and gents, make sure you contact Liz2Zs. Liz is your realtor for uh, help her out. Let's let's get things going. Maybe you want to know a little bit more about the VA stuff or you know somebody who needs a talking to from somebody who's been in that area, hit her up. That's
0: all we got for you guys today. Peace.
2: Bye-bye.
1: And we're out.
0: Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance?